Generals, as usual, this podcast is brought to you by Shirt Caviar. Visit shirtcaviar.com today and pick up that exclusive One Gram Army t-shirt. And check out other t-shirt designs so sick, you won't be able to help but shirt yourself. Also, you can support this podcast directly by visiting patreon.com slash onegramarmy. Patrons receive access to exclusive content and a shout-out on each and every episode of this podcast for the life of their subscription. And now, on to the show. Welcome. Welcome to the One Grand Army Podcast. Thank you for listening to my daddy's stupid podcast. And remember, his head is full of doo-doo, so don't listen to anything he says. Generals, welcome to the One Graham Army Podcast. I am Graham. I am hoping that you're doing well and being very safe. And thank you for joining us once again for another exciting episode of the One Graham Army podcast. I am stoked to be doing this. I know I've mentioned it before, but there was a significant period of time where doing the podcast was very difficult for me because I couldn't think of things to talk about that weren't the only thing going on in the world to talk about right now. So it was it was a bit of a struggle for me, and I appreciate those of you who've hung in there with me. Uh, I will continue occasionally to do the live streams. I'm thinking maybe Friday nights, like late on Friday nights, my time, I'll start doing a live stream that isn't necessarily a podcast episode or that will come out as a podcast episode later. But I did enjoy doing those, especially when everybody was hitting the hotline at 847-665-9238. I got to stop saying hitting the hotline because I know that that's what Theo Vaughn says. Um And to be honest with you, my memory is such that I don't know if he did the Google Voice thing first or if it was me, Uh, but uh, I'm sure I'm calling it the hotline uh, because Theo Vaughn said it so many times. But don't forget to, I don't know, ring me on the old switchboard or something, but call me and leave a message at 847-665-9238 and get involved. Tell me what you're up to. Um. The interesting thing about what's going on is that everyone is actually everyone has a very unique situation, especially now that, you know, people are, you know, starting to crack under the pressure of having to sit around and not do anything. A lot of people are experiencing this in very different ways. There's essential workers. There's people who can work for home. There's people who are just staying home. There's, and then there's some people who think they're making a political statement by helping to spread the virus. But let's not talk about those things. Uh, remember, 847-665-9238. Give me a call and let's chat because I miss you guys. And I still I want to thank everybody who's been hanging in there with us uh, You know, and all my people on Twitter who are helping keeping me entertained. Rugged Russ, Bebe, Loose Assholes, Jim Nunya out there in Michigan. Uh there's a bunch of y'all, and you know who you are. And Tim Connolly, uh, whose uh, Twitter feed is, I believe it's at Tim Gets Awkward, is beginning to be a descent into madness, and it's pretty entertaining. If you are watching this podcast on YouTube, uh, I would like to apologize. I do seem, I, I may look a bit greasy and shiny. That's because it's like 78 degrees in my house, uh, because. The air conditioning's running and there's cold air coming out and I'm not an HVAC expert, but I'm thinking it needs to be recharged because it has been running virtually ceaselessly for the last like three months. So 
yeah, probably gonna have to have somebody come out and take a look at that. So I do apologize if I look a bit shiny here. I'll wipe my face off and make help a little bit here. Hold on. Mmm, this is the best part of the show. Yeah, yeah, like my glasses are fogging up. <laughs> but yeah, so it's a bit toasty here in the Ministry of Silly Talk. And again, I thank you for joining us. A uh, little bit of business. I'm still kind of trying to figure out how to do this. Because um, really the thing I miss most about doing the podcast was showing Adam or Tony or whoever my guest was, the our wacky videos and such and it's difficult it's hard it once we got into that groove that became like a really fun way to do the show and really took it made it real light and just silly and it was a good time for everybody so i may try to figure out how to do like zoom calls where i show them my screen and then maybe we'll get more of that organic kind of reaction stuff that we had before, but I am working on that. So hopefully by next weekend, and I'm going to talk to Tony about that during the podcast today. Uh, but some quick business. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see it. Otherwise, if you're an audio only, I will just describe it to you. So right now, if you go to shirtcaviar.com, remember anything you buy at shirtcaviar.com, if you use the promo code OGA, like one gram army, if you use the promo code OGA, you save 10% on your order. Um, and so, I have Tony's website pulled up here. You go to shirtcaviar.com. It's all it's got a beautiful layout here. And he has a search bar. And if you search one gram army, it brings up all the basically all the one gram army stuff. But the newest addition to his collection are these one gram army podcast uh, cloth face masks. Um, you can see them here. It's just it's the l weird psychedelic army logo from the one gram army t-shirt you can also get at shirtcaviar.com but i wanted to show everybody these and also as a public service announcement even if you don't buy one of these uh if you go into public you should probably cover your face it's not it's not impending uh, impinging on your civil liberties to be a decent member of your community and cover your face if you do decide you want to go into public especially to protect the essential workers who you rely on to survive so let's all be considerate and if you want to do that and help out tony and help support the show go to shirtcaviar.com and pick up this one gram army cloth face cover i was against doing one of these i was kind of against it being a, something that was in tony's store but people need them now and i think as we move further into this year People are going to look at face coverings the way we look at articles of clothing and want to have ones that, uh, you know, allow them to express themselves, especially since when you're wearing a mask, it's very difficult for people to see uh, your expressions if you catch my drift. But so go check that out. And then uh, I have some silly stuff we're going to look at before before we get into this. Uh, trying times people are a little bit uh people are a little bit edgy hey you doing good you getting some food for your dog what the hell you think i'm getting it for my fucking zebra see so that guy you know having a long day having a long day i don't know this may be a pre-corona video because nobody's wearing a mask and he's 
standing right up on her. But he definitely thought that was a stupid question. And he's right. He's right. I'm sure that's happened to all of us on many occasions. You know, you see somebody, you know, going into a restaurant. You're like, oh, you're getting something to eat. Oops. That was a dumb question. Or like when the waiter says, enjoy your meal, and you say, oh, thanks, you too. Hope you enjoy, enjoy, sorry, sorry. Um, That happens to all of us. That happens to the best of us. You getting some food for your dog? What the hell you think I'm getting it for, my fucking zebra? (laughs) That brightened my day to no end when I saw it um and you know what there's this story there's this video where there's this lady reading this story about some guy's salty nuts but I think I may save that save that bad boy for the end give you a little treat for sitting through whatever it is that's about to come down the pipe here with Tony oh I didn't tell him I was calling well we'll just call him see is it gonna work I didn't tell him. I was meant to tell him. What up? What up? Yeah, sorry. I meant to tell you before I called you, but I had already started the show. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm and I'm filming it on my phone, so I was like, uh, well, we'll just try. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, You can hear me okay? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. So how's your day going, sir? It's pretty laid back, but I was... Um... I was pretty out of it earlier, and it took me a while to just get some fucking DoorDash. Like, I've been abusing the shit out of DoorDash since I came out here. Like, yeah. even pre-pandemic, like, I've been fucked. Like, I bought the Dash Pass, and it's it saves a lot of money. Yeah. This isn't an ad for DoorDash, by the way. No, no. I, yeah, it, it's almost impossible to not do free advertising for delivery services right now, because I use Instacart and then all the food delivery things, although... Uh, coronavirus aside, what I did was I, uh, I've limited my household to one takeout order a week, like one, like takeout meal, but that a, it limits, you know, you're limiting third party contact with stuff you bring into your house. And then also it it gives you something to look forward to because without the discipline of cooking meals and shit, like if I just leaned into using Grubhub, I would weigh 400 pounds and have no money. Yeah, yeah, it is pretty fucking. Yeah, no, it got to the point that yeah, I do have shit here to eat. It's just you know, um, to cook. But I'm like, fuck, man. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I know. I tell them to leave it at the doorstep. Oh yeah, just leave, just sit it on the door, and then I'll go out there and grab it. And then they don't always listen, though. I don't know whether that's a, like a thing with all of them in all areas, or whether it's just here. Because I'm like, no, just put it on the doorstep. I wish I had one of those things that the old the Chinese restaurants have the spin around bulletproof glass thing. Yeah. Yeah. You your shit in there <laughs> and it fucking made that hellacious noise when they spun it around. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's weird. No, I, yeah, all, all every, all, all, everything is contactless. I was just th- talking to somebody right. else about that the other day. How like when I know my delivery's coming, I get out of the living room just cause I don't want to have like a weird interaction through the window with the delivery driver or then oh, yeah. like point at the bag like hey you going to you going to come get this I mean cuz I am I'm tipping <laughs> I'm tipping mortgage payments to delivery drivers right now and uh if, right. if I was a delivery driver I'd be much happier to have someone just sit it on my porch too 
Oh, yeah. Just drop it off and get the hell up out of here. I mean, nothing personal, but I don't want to get sick yeah. and die, possibly. So, right. you know. That's the thing. Yes. It is what it is. It's, it's what most of us are trying to avoid right now. Right, right, right. Doesn't, Fucking crazy. Doesn't seem like enough of us are trying to avoid that, but some of us are. I was just telling the listeners if they're watching this on YouTube, dude. Fucking like I'm. I think I'm starting to sweat pretty good. I've been running my air conditioner for three months, basically in perpetuity, and it's starting to get hot in here. It's running, but I think I, I think I need to get it charged. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Cause it's it, yeah, yeah. it's I been would, it's been like hot hot here the last few days and I've noticed that like in the like and the today's been the worst it's like seventy eight degrees in the house right now it's hot as shit in here and then I'm in the oh, office shit, with the yeah. door closed and a studio light on yeah, oh yeah that'll do it yeah yeah my bedroom is like that we got the 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 wall mounted AC unit so the one in my bedroom is like brand new so it fucking works but it's loud as shit but fuck that I mean. AC is it's a necessity, you know. That's why those guys in the Middle East are so fucking pissed off. Yep. terrorists. That's what I always said. Because when you get off the plane, it's hot, and I'm like, well, yeah, no wonder they're mad. No yeah. shit. Yeah. Well, it's like here here in the South. It's what Bill Burr said. It was like you don't condone it, but when you feel yeah, this heat, yeah, you exactly. you understand the racism. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I totally understand that. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I went to that show because he was in Atlanta. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah, it, but so it is toasty in here. So I keep I keep <laughs> apologizing to people who are watching it because I don't know if I'm like super shiny. Uh, oh fuck that! The Rush Limbaugh never fucking apologized. <laughs> don't fucking apologize to it. They knew what the fuck they were getting into, and it's it's the same way with my fucking gaming Twitch streams. I'm like, no, 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 no. You know, you can't give guys like us the ability to easily express our feelings without getting a bunch of curse words. A bunch of sweaty, sweatiness, <laughs> some fucking two two guys in a room drunk as fuck at times. Like, no, 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 no. No, you should have told us no from the beginning. Like, hey, guys, we got this new thing coming out called podcasting and live screaming. Grant and Tony, you guys can leave. This yeah. isn't for you. But you're, everybody else. You're not allowed. Everybody else enjoy yourselves, but you two guys <laughs> yeah. find yeah. something else. But they didn't. They didn't. Nope. They let us get, They let us in the door, and then what do you expect? <laughs> what do you expect? We're not going to NPR this shit. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, but it is no. so hot in here, like my no. glasses are fogging up. So, I mean, I'm only apologizing because it probably looks gross. I don't actually care. <laughs> but the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and that yeah. was the other thing that's, too. That's I think to all these companies. Do you have Zoom on your that's, laptop? That's a, uh, I don't have my laptop out here. I oh, wish. Oh no, damn. Um, yeah, yeah. I was. Shit, if I did, I was doing fucking pod caviar every weekend. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, yeah, you gotta get on that, get that back, man. Because we, uh, yeah, yeah. Because, because uh, I was thinking, because I on Zoom, I've noticed for work, you can like share your screen with the other person. And I was, yeah, and I was yeah. thinking uh, we could, you know, cause I really miss having somebody here to get those like organic reactions to the weird ass videos. But I, and Hell I, yeah. but I think I could do that with zoom. Okay. Well, sure. Let me see what I can do. I can get it shipped out here. And I was, I was kind of in the, in the, uh, Damn, this the fucking pandemic stopped everything. But yeah, yeah. I'll get it. I'll get yeah, it. Yeah, it did. yeah, yeah, a lot of. Well, I'll I was. Either, I'll either get mine or I'll find one. I was gonna get one. I was thinking about getting one for just podcasting. So mm -hmm. I might just do that. Get a cheap one or something. Yeah, get like a ThinkPad or something. Those Chromebooks are actually pretty yeah. good. Uh, I got my daughter one. Like, okay, yeah. Kind of right before all this started, I had got her a Chromebook, and it works really well. It do, it does everything you want it to do. It doesn't obviously doesn't have like a ton of like storage space. 
but it's got more than enough for right. if you're just using it for like word documents and podcasting. Okay, yeah, then I'll do that then. Yeah, yeah that's really all I'll need, and uh, yeah. I use that for the design and everything. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty they're pretty reasonable too. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so that's some of my thoughts uh, moving forward on how to achieve the pot. It was it was really hard for me, man. This whole time, it was kind of like when it first started. There was sort of this like nervous mm-hmm. excitement about it, where I was like. Oh, this is, you know, there's a silver lining to this cloud. I'll be able to do like a billion podcasts and really start like expanding because everybody's going to be dying for something to do. But then in reality, I was also just a dude stuck in his house going, what the fuck is going on around here? And it didn't like lend itself to me getting super stoked about doing podcasts all the time. But I guess I've acclimated enough to this point that, uh... I think I can start doing these more regularly again. Uh, and Okay, yeah. You know, but just yeah. been, been well, playing with it, trying to find new ways to get them out there, you know, like how to, you know, make them entertaining but, and still do them consistently. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, huh. yeah. 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 Oh, man. I always come up with a topic to talk about every week. Um, yeah. More episodic, like uh, Odd Caviar. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's ways that we can work around this. Yeah, I mean, that's true too. I didn't consider making it more episodic, like you're talking about, like how you did yours, where you have like one topic for every episode. The real oh, thing yeah. that, I, well, I know we mentioned it earlier on in the pandemic, but I keep seeing articles about the return of nature, and I think probably the story that CNN, Fox News, everyone is missing is that what's going on right now are dolphins are out there repopulating. And yeah, retaking over their territory. And I'm worried that when they open these beaches back up, people are going to be getting fucked by dolphins left and right. Yep. And then, you know what? Then they'll see. They'll understand that yeah. we aren't psychopaths and that dolphins are truly evil. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Is it funny talking about dolphins fucking people? Yes. Is it true? Mm-hmm. Also, yes. Mm-hmm. Also, yes, yes. Have you seen Have you seen Chris D'Elia's new comedy special? He has like a 10-minute bit about dolphins fucking people. And I was like, see... Really? We, I need to check that out. Yeah, and it's it's really funny, but it's also, I was like, okay, did Chris D'Elia hear our podcast? Is this like... Or is the influence, right. you know, like six degrees of separation, <laughs> the influence of it had reached somehow reached Chris D'Elia, and he found out about yeah, but dolphins shit, fucking people? Yeah, what the fuck? Right, yeah, because we seem to be the only two guys that are on top of this right now, <laughs> yeah. and it's been that way for a while, so. It's confused a lot of people, too. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's confused a lot yeah. of people. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. It's, it's definitely, uh, it's a weird thing to, uh, to continuously pound it to the ground, but you know what? We have to keep going. It's important. It's something we've been trying to tell people yeah. about for years, and it's nobody's nobody seems interested in doing anything about it. Everyone's just interested in protecting right. dolphins as opposed to protecting our buttholes from dolphins. Yeah, which is so weird, dude. Like, come on. What, you yeah. want to protect these monsters? Oh, my God. Yeah. Have you? Jeez. Yeah. We've said it a billion times. They're underwater people. Do you know how, like, there's so many psycho people that the population of right. dolphins, they have to have a, they also must have a representative percentage of their population that are psychos, and we just ignore that completely. Right. Yeah, yeah. We just because they're laughable and they eat the fucking, they eat the little fish and they do the little flips 
And everybody's like, oh, my God, they're so cool. Like, they're not cool, bro. They're fucking monsters. Yeah, John, Wayne, John Wayne Gacy was a birthday clown, you know? That wasn't yeah, okay right, either. right. Right. That's so weird. Yeah, no, you just give them a pass because they're fucking lovable animals. Okay, cool. All right. That's okay. Nope. Humanity is just out here fucking up left and right. And in light of the pandemic, it is bit, much of that has become very uh, much highlighted. It was, was sort right. of, we kind of right. sort of had an opportunity to not all be completely retarded here. And uh, a lot of people are completely screwing the pooch on that. Of course. Just how yeah, retarded are you? I know why. Because, like I've always said, we got it too good in America, mm. and then people don't understand that. So when you ask people to do normal shit, like stay inside, so we all don't get this shit, and most of us can stay alive, they're like, well, okay, I hear what you're saying, but my hair is touching my ear. So right. fuck what you're saying. Yeah. I'm going to go protest. Yeah, I hear you about protecting the health of our communities, uh, but I would, I think I'd rather go to Applebee's than not spread coronavirus. Right. Oh, I had an idea. I think that there will be no more dine-in anything anymore ever, and I believe. Oh, you can do it here right now. You can do it here right now. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. You can, yeah. That's crazy. You can go to Applebee's right I think, now. I can't I, imagine dude. how tense it must be in there. And then, like, it's, and then anyone who's like going to a restaurant or when the bars open, the people that go to bars, they're not going to be normal people who are going to be down with like right. social distancing and wearing a mask. They're going to be assholes making a political statement by not social distancing and not wearing masks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe it'll be a state. Thing to where some states because i don't see it happening anymore dude because i don't you know you, you, you can't don't do want to take that risk it's so crazy you cannot yeah do it no safely. it's no way and then and then you'll save so much money the, the the businesses will because you're not worrying about tables plates and shit like that you just buy all plastic shit and you throw it out the fucking window they don't even get out the car you just fucking twirl it around and toss it in the back seat you know? Yeah. Now I see you save one fucking yeah. I mean, yeah. people are going to lose the shit out of their jobs. And well, yeah, terrible, and people are like, honestly. oh, the economy. Well, you know, you can enact universal basic income like Andrew Yang's been talking about for years, and you've literally yeah, solved right, the problem. Exactly. And don't give me and they, they can't tell me they don't have the money. They have trillions of dollars to give to banks and shit. They when all this started, they yeah. invented and stole two trillion dollars. They gave everybody twelve hundred bucks. That was like a tiny fraction of yep. the amount of the money that was. Oh, yeah. 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 And we wouldn't have this issue at all yeah. if we just had, like you said, the, the, the basic uh, income. Yeah. And we could have okay. kicked this virus's ass up between its shoulders right away, like how New Zealand did. Because uh, yeah. we're America, but it's like we're we the virus hit at the worst possible time as far as the like breadth of the division between people politically. And then somehow public health became like a progressive issue. Like, I don't know how that happened. Right. Right. But yeah, I, I could see it, man. We, we're just going to have to legalize weed and then use that money to refill all of the all of the things that we need to do in this country. Yeah, we could do this in like four years, dude. I mean, oh, yeah. honestly, just yeah. make it fucking happen. It's America. We put people on. We have a moon. You know, mm -hmm. we talked about this before. Yeah, we own the you moon. Know, we don't have universal health care. Come on. Like, come on. It's, come on. It's a mess. I'm just, yeah, I've been trying to avoid yeah. those things. It just it's unavoidable, man. It's the only thing that's going on. 
Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, because yeah. I can't bitch about sports. Yeah, because they're in it. I can bitch about video games, but then I do that on, uh, Twi- on Twitch for Game Caviar. So yeah, oh yeah, yeah. and that reminder uh, to everybody: search ga- search for Game Caviar on Twitch. Oh, and speaking of Twitch too, I haven't mentioned this. I don't think on the podcast. For those of you who don't know. Um, I am still going to do some live stream podcasts on Twitch. I hadn't decided really what to do with that specifically because I'd like it to be like its own self-contained thing that later. Co- like I was thinking right. about maybe doing <clears throat> like a Friday night. You ain't doing shit segment live on Twitch where I just call people out of my phone and see what they're doing. <laughs> like, oh, that'd be dope. Actually. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just like start bothering, yeah, that'd be pretty dope. start bothering my friends and family live <laughs> on Twitch uh, every Friday night at <laughs> 10 or whatever, you know, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, yeah, so I think that, I think that may actually be where I end up going with that. But, uh, but uh, so for those of you who are subscribed to my Twitch channel or those of you who will, it's not everyone's cup of tea, but I did all, I do want to plug this on Sunday evenings and Sunday afternoons. I am streaming, uh, one Cubs game from whatever the Cubs game would have been that Sunday in real life. I let the, AI computer on MLB 20 play that game and you know more and more people are watching and I this the consensus from everyone has been it's just nice to have it on in the background because it sounds like there's baseball on you know yeah it's a great idea I love that idea yeah and it's and I you know the a few weeks we've had games where it was like super exciting or there was a walk-off at the end or like you know a lot of like high tension leverage moments and you feel yourself you get kind of that baseball-y feeling so I've been right. uh, I've been running right. that out there, and it's the same. It's all running on the same franchise simulation too. So you know it'll it, when the game starts, it'll show you the standings and all that. So it's worth it's worth checking out if you're interested. I just wanted to put that out there. Oh, and also if anyone has a game, you know, I if Tony, if you want one Sunday, I'll stream you whatever Orioles game was supposed to be on that day. I've told anybody if they have an idea, they they have the legendary teams. I've been thinking about maybe mixing in a stream of like, you know, a team with Nolan Ryan and a team with, you know, Frank Thomas on it and have them play each other. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. So. Now you don't have to stream the Orioles games because I already know the outcome of every single <laughs> yeah. last one. Of them. Yeah, you may not want to see not what the be game. At all. You may not want to see what yeah. the game has come up with for the yeah. Orioles and this that's, season. That's the one fucking positive of this pandemic is that I will not have to. <laughs> the Orioles cannot lose the Orioles season. Yeah, yeah. They, can't. they can't lose. They can't win. They cannot disappoint. They cannot excite. Mm. This is the perfect opportunity for the Orioles. Just sit down. Just sit the hell down. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah, but I think I am going to do that on Friday nights. And you know what? Too let's uh, let's uh, let's pencil this into our schedules. Let's just start podcasting together again, and we'll just we'll as we okay. as as we go, we'll just figure out how the fuck this works. Okay. You know, and we'll uh, I don't know. Feel it'll feel more. Yeah, it'll work feel more normal and then during the week too if you see something or i see something we can text it to each other or whatever and we'll kind of come up with topics oh yeah yeah this was really this was this is really just sort of like mike you know the abject horror and unmitigated panic i felt every day is kind of starting to subside a little bit so i uh yeah for a while there it was pretty fucking dicey yeah, yeah but things are really starting to get settled 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, it was just, you know, you just, it's what it is, what I kept having to tell myself. And it took me like a month to lock it into my head was like, remember when you got to basic training and there was all that stress about like worrying about the future or how long it was going to take or when it was going to be over. And like the people would always tell you just live meal to meal. You know what I mean? Like you live, you look forward to lunch. You look forward to dinner. When you go to bed, you look forward to breakfast. When breakfast is over, you look forward to lunch, you know? And like that kind of helps push you through. So that's sort of been what I'm doing is I just kind of like I get up. If I have to work that day, I just look forward to the end of the work day. And then I look forward to getting up the next morning. And then I look forward to the end of the work day. You know, like I like to try to keep it blocked out. And I just want to. I want to get a sense of normalcy back with the podcast where it's the thing I look forward to on Sundays again, you know? Hell yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah, since, I feel you. especially since too, um, cause you know, everybody, me, Macy, well, me and Macy went until Friday had not been within six feet of another human being in 60 days. Yeah. We had not been That's crazy. We had not been in contact with anyone for 60 days. But everybody was playing ball. Bree was quarantined. Her grandparents were quarantined. So this weekend, I let her go see her grandparents, and I got to see Bree this weekend. And then we'll, right. we'll be going back into lockdown uh, for another two weeks after that, and then we'll see how it goes. But if there's if we can create this safe little bubble of people, that would also help to alleviate the uh, alleviate some of the stress of the situation. That's true. Yeah, because you can not be. Damn that, and you know, and it's like it's almost like we're stuck in our almost the people who aren't essential and are essentially stuck in the house is like you're almost a simulation in space. Like, how long can we keep people locked into a certain <coughs> atmosphere without them going insane? So, hey, yeah, no, well, some and, sort of test, man. That's crazy. Yeah, and I have not, I have not complained about the lockdown portion of this at all, especially now that I'm in a state where they're sending everybody outside and I'm still fortunate enough to be in a situation where I can work from home, where I get to like make that decision for myself. That's pretty big. Um, so I've yeah. tried not to complain about that aspect of it at all, but there's also like a, a realistic mental health concern for me on the part of my daughter of keeping her locked in the house for two months. You know what I mean? Right. If yeah. We, no, and, I can then tell we you have for, a, and then my childhood is pretty bad. Yeah. And then we have a backyard too, so we can get out and get sunlight and we goof off back there and we play wiffle ball. I've been working on her swing. Like there are actually a number of positives in the small little box in which I inhabit. But yeah, if I, it, right. you, you know, if, 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 if you can create a safe little circle of people who, you know, are playing ball, you can get you can keep it together. But I mean, it has to be so tight because one person can fuck the whole thing up. Right. Yeah. And then you're back to square one. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but anyway, that's thirty minutes. I didn't. I mean, did you have anything uh, exciting going on that you wanted to get in? Uh, no. I met a guy on a bus the other day that got fucking the same day he got destroyed by a pit bull, and yes. we ended up Tell me talking that. about plants and shit. So. <laughs> Yeah, so I get a, I get in the fucking bus, and um, I'm in the back seat or whatever, and him and his brother get on there, and he's like, I just need to lay down. And I was like, you want me to switch seats because the seat I have is longer. You get more space. And he was like, he's like, no, he's good where he was at. And he was like, I just got bit up by a pit bull, and he was showing me that fucking the back of his leg was all fucked up, and it looked like it looked terrible. Damn. I said it looked like uh, ground beef and fucking hot dogs just fucking there, bro. Like Jesus. I thought it the tendons and shit 
And then he said he, he the dog was going for his neck, so he jammed his fingers down the dog's throat, and his fingers were all fucked up, too. I've been bit by a dog before. I have a dog. I fought with Snippy plenty of times. He's bit me a few times. It's part of being a dog owner. Yeah. But that shit is painful as fuck. And this dude got bit by a fucking, he got mauled by a pit bull, bro. And he was cool about this shit. He was like, it's a fucking dog. I'm not going to have the dog put down and shit. You know, it's just a dog. It's a dog's nature. And we ended up talking about plants. And and he's real big in the, like, uh, he, he grows weed and shit because, you know, people could do that out here. So he was like, he was getting, just talking about how he loves that and how zen it is to, to do that and oh, yeah. how he put the male and female plants, like the male plants are up top above the female plants so the pollen can drop down. And I was like, damn, that's pretty cool. And I was telling him how when I had my house and shit, I used to be out in the yard all the time because that was really my the closest I've ever been to Hank Hills when I owned a house and had a yard and oh, yeah. some flowers and shit to take care of, yep. you know. yeah. But yeah, it was it was cool. But it's always some crazy shit out here, like the fucking laser disc that I keep forgetting to to, uh, to talk about that I found at the bus stop. All of this revolves around the metro. So <laughs> if you come to LA and you get on the metro, you will see crazy. Dude, when I first got out here, I was down in Long Beach, and I was making my way up to some. I was leaving Long Beach, and there was a guy in the, at the metro of all fucking places getting fucking arrested. And he's screaming and shit. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is crazy. But yeah, I found a laser. A laser disc was in the trash can of the 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 metro bus, and I just saw it out of the corner of my eyes. It was the Lambada, the Forbidden Dance laser disc, what? one of the rarest fucking things. Yeah, of all the fucking laser discs in the world, it was the Lambada, and then two Korean uh, karaoke laser discs, bro. What? I was like, what is this? Did a shit? Korean time traveler fucking have to unload some weight to get back? <laughs> like, dude, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, who had these and why is it such a, a fucking need to throw them away right here? And why would somebody be carrying around laser discs? So I took, I took the Lombardo one and I left the Korean, of the, the other ones in there. I probably should have grabbed all three of them just with the nostalgia of it. But that would make disc, interesting bro. wall hangings. Right, yeah, I'm gonna get that that Lombardo one, put in a frame, and shit, hang that up on the wall. That'd be um, fucking hilarious. I just got some, yeah, I just got some some canvas prints from Show Caviar, so I'm gonna hang them up too. They came out beautifully, so um, yeah. And like I saw what you said about the oral sex demon shirt, I will put the patch on that one. That just that yeah. came about the other day. Yeah, and I was like, you know what, <laughs> oral sex demon shirts. That's what we need. No, it does. Yeah, well, and that was really that was such a great bit, you know. That was, <laughs> was one of those ones where, like, when they made it, it was like, you know, fucking. I was like, oh well, this is gonna this will eat up at least twenty minutes of an episode. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, when we get off the phone, I'm gonna play that again to play us out because I do have this video from Facebook of this lady reading this book about a guy's. Uh, it's like a kid's book about a guy with a nut stand, and it talks about putting salty nuts in your mouth. It's pretty good, but. Um, <laughs> I'm torn between that and oral sex oh, demon. Uh, but yeah. Uh, right. Well, shit, dude, I'm going to fucking, uh, I, I think I am going to wrap things up here because we've done good and we didn't go too long and we didn't go too short. I think this is the Goldilocks of the return to podcasting. Episode. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, let's talk uh, during the week. If you see anything, or you come up with a topic you want to talk about, just let me know because I know you're not doing pod caviar right now. So 
if you right, wanna, if you right. want to you know if you want to do that or you know like or, or you know if you if you want to take any of these episodes like if you have a topic you want to do and you want to just put them on your podcast feed just so that you're putting something out there i don't you know obviously that's fine too okay we yeah. can do pod okay. caviar yeah, episodes all that shit, yeah. yeah we can do pod caviar episodes over the phone too you know i'm i'm I'm, gonna, I'm right. ma- making a concerted effort now to block out time on Sundays for podcasting again. So just let me know. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. We'll get back in the groove. Yeah. We got this. Yep. We could do it next week. We can do the, uh, the fucking Grammy award. I mean, the Oscar winning family feud idea I have. Cause that oh, shit is gonna be yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Let's well, yeah, yeah let's do yeah. a, let's do a podcast VR episode and let's do that. Okay. I'll come right. up yeah, I'll come we'll up that. with some goofy shit for one gram army and then we'll flip over and we'll do we'll do a whole podcaviar episode where would you pitch that uh family feud idea. I'm that I'm excited. Okay. All right. All right. Well yeah, work on it this week. I'm gonna let you go so I can wrap things up here, but I appreciate it and uh, you know, be safe all right. and all that and we'll fucking Oh yeah. We'll reconvene next week, sir. All right. All right, General. Peace. I got to also figure out how to make it not make that sound. Well, there was Tony, ladies and gentlemen, Tony of Pod Caviar. And we're sorry, I apologize for talking shop, but I mean, there's not much else to talk about unless you want to hear us talk about the fucking coronavirus for fucking 40 minutes again. Uh, but I don't think anybody wants that. So any conversations that aren't that conversation are good conversations. And if you're looking for a book to entertain you through this, check this out. I found this book at Walmart in the um, children's section. I'm almost positive that it shouldn't be there. Put Tony's nuts in your mouth. Let's start there. All right. Tony has big nuts and small nuts. He has pecans and walnuts. Nuts without or with a shell. There is no. I'd also like to apologize. This person uh, making this video decided it was a good idea to do it with a TV playing loudly in the background. But the content's funny enough that you, you know, just try to look past it. Nut that Tony does not sell. Tony sells his nuts all day. He always has a line. Some say Tony nuts smell great. Some say they taste divine. They drive or walk or ride the bus. They come from north and south to take those hot and tasty nuts and put them in their mouth. I cannot. Um, Tony dips his chocolate nuts until they are just right. He knows your mom will take them home and suck on them tonight. (laughs) PJ looks at Tony's nuts and tries hard not to stare. As Stephanie grabs at his nutsack and finds a big old pair. BJ plays with Tony's nuts in the closet at his house. Grandpa says he should just come out as he pops one in his mouth. Grandpa likes to go in there and take his camera with him. He loves to look at photographs when Tony's nuts are in them. He swears it isn't weird or queer. He says it's not a crime. Grandpa licks the salt right off of Tony's nuts sometimes. The girls too like Tony's nuts. Of this there is no doubt. Every girl around the town 
has put them in her mouth. On the way to school today, riding on the bus, Mr. Miss, oh God, the Johnson twins were in the back sharing Tony's nuts. This cannot be real. Back and forth, they open up hoping they don't get those big tasty nuts stuck down their throat. Not really. <laughs> what the fuck? Even as Miss Bulldyke, the softball coach, that's what that says. Bulldyke, the softball coach, and her special friend will have a go at Tony's nuts every now and then. There really is no argument Mount Rushmore ought to be a monument of Tony Nuts for all the world to see. That's that's some good shit. And I feel like we're finally back to the kind of quality content you've come to expect here at the One Graham Army Podcast. I want to thank Tony for coming on the podcast. I want to thank this lady, whoever she is on Facebook, for reading that story about her nuts. I want to thank all of you for listening. Don't forget, 847-665-9238. You call. You leave a message. You brighten my day. Uh, hit me up on Twitter, at One Graham Army. You know where to find me. If you found this, you know where to find the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to my Twitch channel so we can do some weird live shit coming up on Friday nights. We're going to get through this. We're going to do it together. Don't be a dick. And good night, everybody. Welcome. One gray. One gray. Welcome to the One Grand Army podcast. Welcome. One gray. Welcome. One one gray. Welcome. One gray. Welcome to the One Grand Army podcast.